to the Cash-Based Practice Owners interview series where I, Dr. Morgan Meese, PT, am interviewing different clinicians across the country who practice in a variety of ways, but all outside of being in network with insurance. The world of entrepreneurship and business for healthcare professionals is full of knowledge, creativity, and amazing people just like you who wanted something different. If this sounds like you and you're ready to get your business off the ground, please find me on Facebook in the Cash-Based Healthcare Entrepreneurs Group or on my website at morganmeese.com. I would love to speak with you. So please join me as I interview our guest today. Today's guest is Andrew Tran. Andrew is a physical therapist and the owner of PhysioMemes. He has organically grown the PhysioMemes brand on social media via memes and physio products through Authentic Connections. He now helps businesses turn their Instagram followers into patients without spending money on ads. Hello, everybody. Good afternoon. Um, Welcome to our Cash Practice Owners interview series that we've been doing for, I think, like close to three months now, which is really cool. Um, So I'm really excited. We have our very special guest here today, Andrew Tran from PhysioMemes. You might know this guy because he is pretty famous um, all over social media and everything. He's doing awesome stuff, and I'm really excited to talk to him today and um, you know introduce him to you guys because he has a ton of really helpful information, especially when it comes to social media, and he's going to share all kinds of good stuff with us today. So thanks for being here, Andrew. Oh, thank you for having me, Morgan. Uh, I appreciate that. Uh, you didn't, I'm not famous at all, so... <laughs> oh my gosh! But but appreciate that. I'll always have the compliment. I got to do better with that. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Heck yeah, I'm famous. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Well, cool. So uh, let's just go ahead and jump in. Um, so Andrew, if you don't mind sharing with us a little bit about your background and your journey to where you are today, that'd be awesome. Yeah. So I know this is a cash-based uh, group, but um, so I don't have my own practice, but we'll probably talk about that a little bit. And so I, as Morgan introduced, uh, you know, the founder of PhysioMemes and about four years ago now, in 2016, I graduated. So like a little bit after that, I started this Instagram page called PhysioMemes and started with memes uh, just because honestly, like, I was trying to find PT memes and there wasn't really anything out there that was consistently posting it. <laughs> and I think that was when all these like, other meme pages were popping up. And I was like, well, couldn't find anything. So I just ended up creating my own memes and it was kind of a selfish thing. It was kind of my old library of stuff that I put up. And I wasn't planning on making money from it. I wasn't planning, I, the first like 10 months, people didn't even know who I was. Um, didn't plan on definitely making a business out of it. So uh, so that's kind of how it all started. And then, you know, I make some, I'm not, actually not wearing one right now, but like funny PT t shirts. I was trying to buy some. You know, PT swag, sports profession, all that stuff, like a year later, in 2017, and then, you know, there wasn't anything out there either. So I started creating my own uh, shirts, I put ideas and stuff, and it was around this time, actually, in November, it was a CrossFit competition, and there's, you know, if y'all know, like, the guys are all PTs, so, like, the Turkish getup, so we had to think of a funny, uh, well, we didn't have to, I guess, but I wanted to think of a funny <laughs> name, because they had physio memes, so... I called it the turkeys get up and basically having a simple kettlebell with a turkey with a hand up its butt. And that's kind of how it started with, with that. And, and as I started, you know, the first time I, I wore that shirt, people were like, oh, where'd you get that shirt from? I was like, oh, uh, I made this. Uh, they gave them a link and had my first sale. 
And that's kind of where it started, had all these ideas, and I figured that I can make money. And then like from there, that's when I started kind of learning uh, how to use Instagram and how to leverage that in the business to, to, to get money. And yeah, so that's kind of uh, how that all started. And basically being able to build that, I'm helping a lot of other uh, PTs uh, with their Instagram. So. That's awesome. That's really cool. And you said you graduated in 2016, is that right? Yeah. So be like, yeah, about four and a half years ago now. That's awesome. 2018 over here. Mm. Um, so I think it's really cool that there are a lot of people out there, you know, like us who are like less than five years out and like we're already finding like different ways to like make a business for ourselves, which is really cool. Yeah, for sure. It's, I mean, for some reason, like you, you even said like five years, for some reason that's like a magic number when you need to have business or whatever, you know. So it is, it is refreshing to see that a lot more people are doing it before that mark. Yeah, just jumping in, making a bunch of mistakes and yeah. figuring it out as you go, exactly. um, which is awesome. Cool. So are you like currently practicing or do you mainly like work on like Instagram stuff? Yeah, I practice PRN and outpatient uh, practice. So this is COVID happened. I haven't really practiced too much um, in there, but, you know, so I do physio means full time. So, you know, combination between the e-commerce stuff with the swag and products and whatnot. Um, and also uh, helping other clinicians with, with Instagram. So, um, cool. so, so those are like the, me doing that full time right now. Awesome. Well, that sounds pretty great yeah. <laughs> to me to like make your own thing. I think that's the dream. And that's like something I was going to mention before, like when we were talking, like I've just been really thankful recently with everything going on that like, you know, I've had the opportunity to create something for myself and, yeah. you know, just kind of do my own thing. And it's, all the other stuff that's going on. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, like I went full time just a little before COVID and into my business. So it was nice that everything I do is online. Like I don't print packages or anything stuff of the e-commerce side. So mm -hmm. like, I, you know, have a third party company that does that. So like everything I do is online. So I don't have to, you know, it didn't really affect me as much of like, now I can't do anything because everything right. I do. Yeah. Um, and that's awesome, you know, and I think that like that's a really important reason like that we've seen this year that it's important to figure out like how to make a business and like even more so maybe online because we're not really sure like where things are going to go. And so like learning to like stand on your own two feet, I think is really important. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was talking to a, you know, you know, piggybacking on that with yeah. a student who reached out to me on my page and they were a new grad and if we were going back and forth because she was like she found out i was in florida i said you own in florida jobs and all this stuff and i was like you know somehow we got to the point where she said she wanted a business at some point and i was just like you've been three four or five months after graduation and you don't have a job yet like might as well try to start your own business now she said well i haven't got any. i was like you can still help people when you graduate and yeah. like worst comes to worst you're still at making money <laughs> I know exactly. No, I'll just try. Yeah, I mean, you might as well. I think like that's like it's it's been like really, um, you know, like a lot of emotions involved with like there's been so many new grads this year, which is awesome. But you know, I've talked to quite a few now. Like I can think of at least a handful who they've like one person told me they've applied to 33 positions and they haven't gotten 
any like offers at all yet. And like, that's kind of scary, you know, with everything that's going on. So I'm like, might as well start your own thing. (laughs) Statistically, somebody will pay you, you know, and at least you can get going with something. (laughs) Um, Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So anyway, I think that you and I could talk about that for a while, but, um, you know, I know you mentioned this, this person that you were talking to about like, Hey, just start your own thing. Um, but if you could share with us a little bit about how you are having, uh, helping, uh, practice owners and specifically any cash-based practice owners, um, that'd be great. Yeah. So like the biggest thing now, like, so I'll, I'll, I'll stop at the end of the question first. Like whether you're cash pay, whether you're insurance, it, it doesn't really matter. With yeah. marketing, it's you know helping people with marketing, getting people into the door. Um, you know, like it shouldn't matter like the vehicle or like the, the payment. It's right. Not, you know, not as much of like a business model. But anyways, with how I help people is you know. With Instagram, it's a lot. At the end of the day, like there's a shit ton of people on Instagram. There's still um, almost a billion active users every single month, just like Facebook. Uh, TikTok's probably surpassed that a little bit. But being able to help people craft their message and be able to target whoever they want to work with, mm-hmm. uh, be able to attract those people, be able to keep their attention uh, with you know the, stuff, the content and the little nuances for the stuff that you learn on Facebook on Instagram. Um, and then being able to convert them into patients, uh, to basically turn the followers into patients that way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's awesome. You know, I think that there are like a million different marketing tools out there, like yeah. different ways that you can go, but like Instagram is awesome because like, it's free, it's like readily yeah. available. And like you said, there are tons of people on it. Um, you know, so for somebody who's like just getting started with social media marketing, you right. know, whether you want to address like. Facebook and Instagram or just Instagram or whatever, like what are like your top two or three tips that you have for somebody who's totally new to it? Yeah. So the biggest thing is, and I just actually got off a call with somebody who is actually doing pretty well with their business right now, but just haven't been on like social media to do anything like that and still fairly new with it. But before you like, you know, I, I think the biggest thing is like, what's the biggest hack that you can learn, the biggest tip and trick for Facebook, for Instagram, whether it's TikTok, YouTube, whatever it is. And I think like all stuff really doesn't matter if you don't have like the foundation stuff um, mm-hmm. with knowing, you know, stuff that you probably, uh, you know, have helped with your, everyone in this group, but like know who the hell you want to work with, knowing your messaging, like knowing your niche and all that stuff um, it could sound redundant with your, you know, having a lot of people in you, but like, when you have that down, it makes it so much easier to find out, okay, what hashtags do I use? Because now I know everything about that. Uh, where do I find them on Instagram? If you know everything about like, you know, what they like and uh, dislike, their pain points, their goals, their uh, their hobbies, everything like that, then it's a lot easier. Okay, cool. They like XYZ, we can use that, that hashtag. We can go to these businesses. We can go to follow them. This is how we engage with them. And this is how we, uh, you know, because you can use the right hashtags, but if your messaging sucks, you know, from because you don't know who you're serving and you're just kind of shotgunning approach it and just trying to get anybody, everybody. If you're trying to talk to a billion people, you know, like you're going to be talking to nobody. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like you can only really create like raving fans, you know, if all of you guys are in it for like the same topic and subject and same kind of audience, like people want community and it's a specific community. It's not yeah. just all humans. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> this is a way where people can just relate with like, 
in some way, shape, or form, right? And mm -hmm. I think a lot of times it's not just physical therapy. It's not just like fitness or exercise. There's a lot of other things with it too. Let's say you work at yeah. CrossFit. You know, people like, I mean, a lot of CrossFit gyms do stuff on the weekends and they, you know, whether they go, like I'm in Florida, so like they may go kayaking together or paddle boarding or like for beach stuff or whatever it is. Or like you can, they all like to drink craft IPAs, stuff like that. If you know those little things, like, you know, like your messaging helps a lot easier. Uh, whatever platform that you're using is going to be a lot easier. Uh, I actually just watched uh, Social Dilemma. I've been trying to put it off, not watching that. I don't know if anyone has watched this, uh, watching this right now. Have just you watched it? Just like a little bit, like the beginning, like 25%. Well, watch like the second half. The, the first half is like, I think most of us probably, like, okay, you know, it gets a little scary. <laughs> but like these algorithms, essentially, they monitor themselves now. Like humans almost don't even create, like they create like the basics of it, but like humans have, whoever have created this stuff is basically like, oh, you like this stuff? We're gonna put put more things like that um, around that. So mm -hmm. you know your audience, like whether it's like all those little things and which is crazy, which is why like, everyone's news feed doesn't look the same. No one, two news feeds looks the same because everyone has the little, like the nuances of what they like and don't like. But that's also why like, you know, since this, this is the election week, why things have significantly polarized in the last 10 years of what we believe in and why things are so fucking close right now in the election because it's done so much like, we like this stuff, so we're gonna put more stuff. It's not for good or for bad. It's mm -hmm. for, because we want people to stay on this platform for your attention. And, and at the end of the day, it's, it's the money with it that goes along with it. We keep people's attention on here, we can make more money. So it's, um, so the more you know that, the more you can put information in front of them, the more stuff that they want to interact and like and stuff uh, with that, on whatever platform they're drawn. Yeah, there's like a ton in the background that you don't even realize is working, like as you're putting stuff out there. Yeah, um, yeah, it's crazy. Cause like I had someone who's a PC friend of mine and their husband was that we were out bunch together and he ended up following me. Uh, we were talking memes and stuff and he's like, oh, and then cause he had his own memes page and he was like, totally opposite but he followed my page and then literally he went over to the explore page like a few seconds later and refreshed it and he had all these fitness professionals and all these uh exercise videos and all the stuff on there he's like whoa i was like that is crazy how quick your algorithm changed <laughs> yeah. so, it is crazy it's a lot <laughs> yeah so like because they're just like okay you like that stuff we're gonna put more of that stuff in front of you and then mm -hmm. so if you're communicating stuff to your audience they're gonna put like they resonate with that they're going to put you in front of them more uh more often yeah yeah, yeah absolutely and that's why it's like important to engage on different posts you know like yeah. if you want people to see you yeah exactly and, and that's like um another big thing as well like being able to engage in all those posts i think a lot of times with social media like i just you know therapists in here like being active versus being passive, right? So in therapy, you want to be more active with it. Like, you're not just doing modality and stuff. And I think from, I translate over to social media, we're just posting, uh, I guess it's still active, more like I try to say that's like active assistive. So <laughs> like being active with it. And because you're still, you have to put stuff out there, like no one's posting for you or whatever. But mm -hmm. if you're posting on there, like that's just a small part of it. But right. Being engaging because people's attention spans are so freaking small right now. Like I'm so ADD. Where like I don't even know what question you probably asked that, and I'm going off tangents. <laughs> <laughs> but like that's um, see now I forgot what I was gonna say with that. But <laughs> when you're commenting, engaging, and all the stuff like that, 
and watching other people's videos and stuff like that, it uh, it helps out significantly. And I think it's just like, I'm gonna post this one thing, use the right hashtags, post it at the right time, and I'm gonna get all these patients. And right. not, you know, not how it works, so. Yeah, like I've definitely talked to a lot of therapists who have like kind of gotten started with things, but you know, they come to me and say like, yeah, I've been like posting on my Instagram like a couple times a month and like also like I'm in Facebook groups, but um, you know, I'm not getting any patients. Like why is nobody visiting my website and booking immediately, you know? And like the same thing, I love like the analogy that you have of like active versus AA ROM and P ROM <laughs> and everything, yeah. you know, but like you have to be proactive and like go after what you want. You cannot just sit there, you know, especially yeah. when you're just getting started and nobody even knows who you are. And if you're trying to use social media as like a main lead generator, you have right. to get out there. Exactly. Especially, if, again, if you're starting, people don't know you, like, it's going to be hard to be found, so might as well go to them. And, like, this is very similar to, like, if you're at, like, a, like Target or Walmart or, like, you know, any, any of the stores like that. If you're in there, like, a lot of people just don't, like, ask them for help. And, like, they know you. I do it all the time. Maybe because maybe I'm, I'm a guy. But I go through stuff. I will go through every fucking aisle three times. <laughs> and someone finally asks something. But it's a lot easier if someone comes up to me, like, what are you looking for? I can just say right away. I can't Because I can't be like, nothing. Yeah. If anything, I'll be able to check out them. So it's a lot easier if someone comes up to you and engages that conversation, just like in any other store. Um, especially if you're looking lost and looking up, you know, going down <laughs> three times. Like they may not know like what questions to ask, or just feel like I don't want to bother people. And it's very similar with that. Like even if you have like have no patients on, once you said that your business is like your healthcare business and you're a doctor, like that already puts you like you know the white coat syndrome that. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, they're probably already busy. They probably have all these stuff. They probably have a lot of patients. They're doctors. They're not going to message me back. They're not going to care or anything. Like that. So when you go out that way, like it, it means a lot to anybody. Like you know, yeah. that are engaging on that, and you know, like, even think about, like especially if you make a post and you get because of all this dopamine stuff, fires when you get likes and comments and stuff. It's nice when someone comments on your post and like you want to fucking read that. So when you engage and interactive with it first they're more likely to engage back with you yeah absolutely and like that's something that i tell people a lot too like kind of a similar story uh to the store thing that you said but like it takes me like on average i'd say maybe like six to eight weeks to call to make a dentist appointment <laughs> like from the time that i realized i need to go to the dentist because I just like keep putting it off and putting it off and I'm like, oh my God, like this is just going to be like a whole thing. Um, you know, but like if, for example, say like the dentist called me and they were like, hey, Morgan, we haven't seen you in six months, you know, would you like to come in for an appointment? I'd schedule right then and there. Exactly. You know, it makes it a lot easier. Yeah, exactly. And it, yeah, yeah, I think it's making it easier because people, when we're humans, at the end of the day, we just don't like to work more than we need to. Yeah. So then, um, you know, even with that, like, for whatever reason, because uh, we say we have all those memes, like, we're all grown up, now we have a doctorate program, but then we still can't make fucking doctors or dentists appointments. <laughs> we we call our mom to do that for us. So totally relate to that, because I'm like, I'm like the same thing, too. And I, and I think it's, you know, makes it a little more comfortable when, like, if they're doing most of the work, all you have to do is tell them what time they're calling you, they're even they're messaging you. Uh, it makes things a lot easier and less work on, on their end because they're probably in the shit's on the pain and they don't want to bother somebody uh, who yeah. they, they may not respond. So, 
Yeah, absolutely. But if you reach out to somebody and say, like, I would love to be bothered by helping yeah. you, right. you know, that's what that's what people need. They like need somebody to open the door for them and hold out their hand. And be like, hey, like, do you want help? Yeah. Yes, I do. I do need help. Um, yeah. So I think that's awesome. Um, great, great topic to discuss. So one thing that I wanted to ask you, which is kind of putting you on the spot, but like one thing that I've noticed that some people who are like newer to social media marketing get like really hung up on if their services are like physical occupational therapy and it's like bound by state law and state lines and everything like that. Um, something that will stop them from using social media is they'll say, well, like what if people respond, but they're in a different state? So I don't know if you have like any advice on that or if like people have talked to you about that. What do Ooh. you think? So I guess a couple of different things with that. So it is really mm -hmm. I like being put on the spot. <laughs> good. Sometimes I might have a good answer, but <laughs> um, I guess in that case, there's a couple ways to go go around that, especially you know, like you said, being on social media and all that stuff. One, you could get licensed if you're in a compact state, like. And I feel like if you're doing anything online, like if I was a clinician at my own practice, like I'm in Florida right now, so I'm in a compact state. But um, if you live in one for sure, like I would try to get as many licenses because you can sell more people. So even if not, say for like if it's if I'm in Florida, and I get one in California, and it's just like one person. But if I started to get for some reason a bunch of people from California like hitting me up, I probably would want to get a license there. So I think one way to solve that is to get so you're you know um what's that called when you're like within the practice act or whatever i'm running a blank right now i need to eat dinner but um basically <laughs> you practice within that state so then two um i'm big on building connections with a lot of other pts all business owners so if you know mm -hmm. something like california build a relationship with someone that does either in a city who does brick and mortar stuff or for, for someone that does telehealth because mm -hmm. i think that's Cause then if you're referring, if someone refers to your patients, like, and they end up knowing someone in, in like Florida, they're most likely going to think of me like, Oh, cause like it's human nature. If someone like does something for us, we want to do something back for them. It's like, well, let me give them a referral back. Especially yeah. if you give to me first without them asking. So I think building a network of other people like in here, even is like, Hey, mm -hmm. I have here. I'm not licensed in that state. Like that is a great way to be able to grow your network. Uh, not just with patients, but I'm big on growing your network with other people that's, um help your audience as well mm -hmm. right? so like for like i mean an example here like me and you like we're helping with all the other business owners but we help people in different ways yeah so like hey you want to start with cash practice from cash based practice from scratch and need to know all this stuff like i can help you with the marketing side um but if you want to know that, i'll send you to morgan or if you want to do facebook ads i'll send you someone over here if you wanted to build um like funnels i can send you here or whatever it may be like so it's just another way and just build those connections and refer them back and forth because like there's so many freaking options online where like you don't know who to yeah. try. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's great. I think those are two like really good tips, you know, because I like I've definitely had multiple people tell me like, oh, well, I'm only licensed here. So like what if all the people that I know in this other state want to work with me? And on the one hand, I'm like, well. We don't have any clients right now, so we have to do something, yeah. you know, we have to get out there some way, um, you know, but like, like you said, you know, you can help people in a lot of different ways. You know, if for some reason you're getting a lot of 
patients who like need skilled therapy services in a different state that you're not licensed in, you should probably just get licensed in that state. You know, if like you're attracting a bunch of people from that audience, then like go for it. It would be worth the investment in the license. Um, Two hundred, three hundred bucks, maybe. Yeah. Like depending on what you guys charge, that's one to two visits probably. If you guys are in a cafe realm, like, but then that covers that, and then all the patients now you have an opportunity to to grow um, even more. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, you know, and then like, you can always like vary your services. Like I know that there are a lot of therapists who like I myself like offer like strength training both in person and online, you know, and that's not necessarily like a skilled PT thing. Cause I also have my CSCS. So like I'm doing yeah. strength training and like online fitness coaching, um, right. you know, so like if that's your audience and you're able to offer like some kind of like wellness or coaching situation as well, Right. You know, I mean, that break down, breaks down a ton of barriers. And, like, yeah. obviously, neither of us, unless, Andrew, you are, and I don't know, neither of us are lawyers. So, you know, yeah. see, <laughs> do, right, right, right. do your own research into that. But, yeah. like, I know a ton of people are doing that. And so, like, the whole, like, state line and location thing, I feel like is just a little bit of an excuse sometimes um, yeah. to jump into something scary. Right. And I think, like, basically what you said um, and there's a lot of people that I, you know, work with as well, because insurance limits us to a certain point with, you know, we, we already know that. So the, the, it limits us in, in a certain way, right? Whether it's mm-hmm. business, uh, money, whatever it is. But what I've also seen in people who are cash-based practices, they limit, they put their own limits on themselves, but they only do right. physical therapy, even though insurance stops you at, you know, six visits and you need 12 with them uh, or whatever it is. Now you're only limiting yourself to those 12 visits and it's just still therapy, but there's so many ways to help people because our scope of practice is bigger than that. And right. even with just therapy services, avoid all the, what you just said, you know, strength and conditioning. There are so many things that you can do before and after mm-hmm. uh, how you can help your patients. Like a lot of times they may not be ready to work with you now, even though they're out of state lines, but um, Javi's actually doing a little thing right now. If you guys know Javier Carlin, a uh, good friend of mine uh he's basically showing people how to have a free course on the front end so people who aren't ready to do, to, to go in for therapy yet how to do you know education to basically essentially what he i think he does is like patient education with it and then gives that to um his patients and then now he's building trust and he's you know been able to work with them you can even charge for that if you want you can charge for like a little video series you can charge for free for a book a, a pdf uh whatever it is and then, like, okay, cool. If you need to delegate to someone else in a different state to work with them, they can st- they stop you at therapy, and then you can do stuff afterwards as well. So there's a lot yeah. of ways um, that you can help people outside of just physical therapy, and even mm-hmm. outside of your license, as long as you're not, you know, I'm not a lawyer, but like, strength and conditioning, you guys can do so. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, I think as it's like, it's kind of like a mindset thing, you know, where like, there needs to be a shift in your mindset to like, oh, there's like so many barriers in my way to like, I'm not going to give up until like I get to my clients and I succeed. So like, I'll be creative and figure out a way to make it work. Yeah, no, for sure. And I think the biggest thing is we have to unlearn and like all the habits and the thought processes that we've had, um, honestly, just everything that like school has fucking taught us um, yeah. from, since we're in kindergarten. Um, so like a lot of it is mindset that like, you know, that limits us, if anything. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I think that like with like therapy school specifically, I think that it's just like, like built to kind of like spit you out to be a cog in the machine and like not necessarily think outside the box. Yeah. Um, you know, and so it's kind of like breaking those old habits too. still using all the clinical knowledge that you gained and everything, but like learning to think like, um, learning to have agency, you know, rather than just being like a staff therapist um, or whatever exactly. it is. No, for sure. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Um, let's see. I had another question I was going to ask you, um, but I completely forgot. <laughs> <laughs> But um, we've talked about, you know, like some of the ways to find clients, you know, like that has been a big thing in this group this year is like, okay, I figured out, you know, like the pieces with the LLC or bank accounts or whatever to like build my practice and build my business. But like, where the heck do I even find clients? Um, you know, and you brought up earlier that like your messaging needs to be really, really clear. Um, and you need to be speaking to a specific group of audience. What advice do you have for people who are stuck on treating the entire orthopedic spectrum? Yeah. So I think for the last couple of years working with clinicians and this is, I think is the hardest part is picking your avatar. Cause I think yeah. I've had people where they've gone through our program and they don't really pick an avatar or they don't really pick a niche or people who like, they like to work with. I understand that we like to, just cause you pick one, like doesn't, it can be work with CrossFitters and someone from Orange Theory comes in you'd be like, nah, I don't work with you. You're not going to say that. Right. But with the messaging, um, you just need to, subconsciously get people to say, yes, 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 that's me. That's what I want. How did you read my mind? Stuff like that. You need to know your patients that you want to work with better than they know themselves. So if you're struggling with that, I just tell people, just pick something, go through like the exercise of, you know, niching down and learning about the demographics, the psychographics, their hobbies, uh, where they live on social media, things outside of like how you can help them. Just, mm -hmm. pick, just pick something like remotely what you like. And then if you don't like it, you can always pivot. But then I think it's just a, almost an excuse where people are like, well, I can't do everything else. And it just stops people. Mm -hmm. like, just, just pick something. And I think that, that that's my biggest thing. And especially if I work with people one-on-one, -on -one, I don't let people go past that until they pick something because yeah. we're going to go back on the next call and be like, all right, you should pick something. If not, like let's pick something. Because <laughs> You just if you just go to like almost any like especially corporate PT like uh, sites, and it's like, hey, we help pediatrics and we help balance and we do sports and we do geriatrics and we do OA and we do plantar fasciitis and we do this and this. But if you're like super specific, like, hey, I help CrossFitters, um, you know, not having to take significant time off of their wads, going back into the box, that's something more specific without having to get surgery, right? So those things are get more specific, and I'm using a lot of terms that CrossFitters know. Like if y'all didn't understand that, cause y'all probably don't CrossFit, like knowing what a wad is uh, going back into the box. Um, and I know the fact that CrossFit fucking hate taking time off. So <laughs> I CrossFit as well. So, um, or used to, but the thing is like, you have to know that so well with like, Oh my God, like that's totally me. So like, it, you know, you don't have to go super, super specific, but just, just pick something and go with it until you want to pivot. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Because like, like you said, I think that like the biggest thing like that people fear, like you said, is that like if I pick a niche, then like I'm going to be turning away like all these other people that I could definitely help. But like the difference between like niching down in, you know, is that niching down as part of creating a marketing message, your caseload is completely different. You know, like you could pick one marketing message and maybe that makes up like 50% of the people you actually treat because the other 50%, you know, like call you and beg to work with you despite like what your messaging is. Um, And that's totally fine. Yeah. And I think it's like, let's say you get like half a caseload with that people that you like with word of mouth marketing, they're going to market and be like, Hey, this people like, you know, help me out with this, this, and this. Um, And then they're like, well, I see the word CrossFit is. And they're going to ask, Hey, do you work with people outside of CrossFit? Yeah, I do. Like, but like, the thing is, we need to start somewhere to getting like our first core group of people because at the end of the day, like you know, you're on ads, Instagram, all stuff. Word of mouth marketing at the end of the day is the strongest form of marketing. So if you get handful of people in because of a marketing message, they're gonna refer their friends, their families, uh, whoever else. Um, it makes that a lot easier. And then that's another way where you don't have to like pay if you're gonna get word of mouth marketing. But I think we just have to, to start somewhere with it. Yeah, absolutely. And like the other thing is, honestly, you're kind of doing your future clients a favor because most people would rather see a specialist, you know, your niche, they would rather see a specialist than a generalist because like if they go to a generalist, you know, such as their family physician, not to knock family physicians, but just for us in this case, you know, they would have to go to their MD who would send them to like a specialist doctor who would send them to PT and like it just would take so much time. Um, you know, to go through that cycle. But if you can specialize in one thing and get that message out to people, I mean, you've just saved them, like maybe even like eight weeks of time. And if you're working with people, which most people are like this, everybody wants to save time or have more time or whatever it is, but like specifically with the CrossFitters who don't want to take time off, you can solve their problem in a couple of weeks instead of making them go through like eight weeks and then two weeks of therapy like, heck yeah, they're going to come see you. Exactly. Yeah. And it's something you do in therapy it could just be like, you know, CrossFit is like, it's a need to take it. Like, but you can still have ways to modify things, ways to work out if they have a specific injury. But mm-hmm. also, you have a such a specific niche of, or just having a niche, and it has to be super specific, but having a niche of people you work with, they know that they can market for you a lot easier. Great. They work with, you know, X group of people. And then, they can market for you a lot easier. It's like, oh, this is a therapist. Like, oh, okay, cool. Like, I ain't got any therapist then. But if it's like, hey, this therapist works with this, like, they can do the marketing for you, which is, again, makes it a lot easier when they hear your messaging over and over and over again, and then they can help you out as well. Right. Yeah. Like, if I mean, if your messaging is so simple that like a five-year-old could explain it and like tell their parents' friends, like, oh, this like lady helped my mom fix her knee pain so she can go to the gym yeah like heck yeah you know and then you'll have tons of people talking about you because they can explain in english what you do (laughs) exactly and like you know i like to use this i don't really care if you guys like him or not but our current still our current president at the time it's recording i haven't checked the refresh button or anything but (laughs) trump i would say that's why trump won a big reason why he won and like how he can connect with so many people because his messaging is so fucking simple. He talks like there are videos of him that are like from 10 years ago, 20 years ago. He's actually a very eloquent, like he can speak really well, but he like 
talks like a little kid. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's so fucking simple. He just yells certain things and blah, 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 and all this stuff. They're all like basically like, and then looking back at like Hillary, like she was trying to be a lot more eloquent and sounding a lot more smart and all this stuff. Like, and it's just like, what the heck do you stand for? But it's just like little things like build that wall, make America, like, little things like that. Like, I don't even know what the fuck it means, but we're going to fucking say it. Like, but they have <laughs> that stuff, right? Um, and he doesn't, like, I don't recommend a lot of stuff that he does with fear based uh, mongering and all that stuff. But like, but his messaging is so simple. Mm -hmm. right? um, and yeah. then the big thing, like, and he's like really big on just about money. Like I'm a business person, it's about money. He care, he knows people care about money. That's the big thing. A lot of his stuff is just about money. So it's, um, you know, keeping it super simple. Like y'all don't have to like Trump or anything. But look what he's done and why he's been successful. Like from a marketing standpoint, because he yeah. understands this stuff. And he can. He's a businessman. He's he's probably may sound dumb, but he's pretty smart with, you know, how he's been going about with the, with the messaging with it. Um, so just like. Trumpify your messaging, so <laughs> yeah. Or if that makes you throw up to say that, then you can think of a different yeah. way to say it too. Yeah. But I think that that is a really awesome like case study, you know, to kind of look at with the marketing of the Trump campaign. You know, yeah. it is like incredibly simple, and he has a bunch of people saying like his catchphrases and everything because they're yeah. so simple. Yeah. Um, so awesome point. That's really cool. I didn't really think about that before. Yeah. Um, the question I remembered that I was going to ask you uh, that I now am ready to say um, is like another thing that uh, like people that I've talked to have trouble with with social media marketing and especially like like making that first engagement. So like if somebody follows you, like sending them a message and like saying hi and introducing yourself or whatever it is, like a lot of people are really shy to do that. And they're worried about like the fear of judgment and like, well, what's this person going to think if I like reach out to them? <laughs> um, so what advice do you have on like overcoming like the initial like shyness or like introvertedness for getting started with social media marketing? Um. I guess from a basic, giving me a basic, the, the way to get over it is actually fucking do it. So <laughs> like it's, it's, it's going to feel uncomfortable. Like I don't feel comfortable <laughs> a lot of times when I still do it, uh, reaching out to new people and stuff like that. But it doesn't mean like, hey, my name is Morgan. Um, I'm, you know, I'm a physical therapist. I see you have back pain. Do you want to come to the office? Like <laughs> yeah. you would in any normal conversation, <laughs> but you're not trying to make a sale. Yeah. I'm, I'm big on... Like I guess even before the messaging and like you know knowing your audience, I'm big on like building relationships. I'm built on like having your personal brand like be a part of your company, be a part of your, yeah. your business. Especially if you're starting off by yourself, like it's people like just connect with you know. There's things from like you know people talk about like B2B business from business to business or B2C business to consumer or clients. But like at the end of the day, it's a H to H business. We're all human to human, and like we mm -hmm. like to just just be human to them and just like, you know, reach out to them and talk to them like, Hey, thank you so much for following my page. Um, you know, uh, and then just literally give them something back of like a compliment. like, Hey, I love your page about whatever, follow them back and just like say something nice about them. Right. Yeah. So tell them like, imagine like if you're dating, it's like, Hey, what's up Morgan? Um, you know, my name is Andrew. Do you want to get married? And if I accept <laughs> that, um, you know, like, you know, <laughs> you can say that to anyone that you meet in public, like, hey, uh, trying to talk to somebody, like, they're going to be thrown off. Like, they could be completely attracted to you or whatever. But if you're going to just jump the gun and be like that, they're going to be like, I don't even know you yet. So don't jump yeah. the, the cell right away. But just like, 
I'm building big on just building connections um, and just you know, being human with that. And, you know, if, at the end of the day, if they don't, like, work with you don't want to work, there's a lot of people that have messages that never work with me. I'll say the majority mm-hmm. don't. Yeah. So, and I think a lot of times we just have to realize that. But, like, why are we in business? Like, why are we physical therapists? Why are we trying to help people? Um, and the fact that conservative care, you know, we need to try that first versus taking opioids and injections and surgeries and all this stuff. Yeah, there's a time and place for all that. But, you know, as therapists, like, we know that. And if our mission is to be able to help as many people as we want, like, we need to not let that. Um, we need to have our, you know, I guess a lot of people have said this before, like, our reasons why we're doing this, uh, being more powerful and stronger than our excuses of, like, why we're not doing this. At the end of the day, if they block you, so what? You didn't know them anyways. Like, I don't know if the, I guess it's probably more for guys, but, like, how many times, like, if there are single guys in here, I guess you're not single, but at some point in your life, you went to go holler at a girl, and she, like, <laughs> right away was like, nope. And then it's like, all right, cool. Y'all probably don't even remember how many times y'all been rejected. Like, <laughs> so, um, or girls, you know, you know, vice versa, talk to other guys or anything like that. And, you know, that, it's totally fine, you know? Yeah. Yeah, because, like, at least you're trying. You're putting yeah. yourself out there, you know, and that's going to be way more rewarding at the end of the day than, like, just sitting there and, like, waiting for people to come to you because nobody ever will. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, like, I like to tell people, too, it's kind of just, like, making friends. Yeah. Um, so, like, be, be like, yeah. a normal person. If they seem, like, interesting to you, just be like, hey, I'm Morgan. How's... Yeah. How's it going? How's your 2020 been? Um, like, can I support you in any way? Because as people, this has been like a heck of a year. Yeah. Um, you know, and like worst comes to worst like that. I think, you know, what if you're like going into it thinking like maybe this will lead to a sale, it'll be like three things. Like one, they'll block you. Oh, great, like whatever, you know, two. Uh, you know, you do make the sale, which is great. And then number three is like, you just end up with another cool friend that like, maybe you can refer people to like, if they do a thing, you know? Exactly. exactly. And I think the biggest thing for me is like, it's, it's, it's hard when you first start off because you're, because you want to make money, like, especially if you just left your full-time job and you, you're doing this and it's all you got and you have no patience or anything, or you just have yeah. to do like, like, don't go into it expecting a sale. Mm-hmm. Like, I think, Humans, we can read each other very easily, whether it's texting, whether it's a post, whether it's just regular conversations back and forth. Like they can read the fact that you're trying to sell them on something. So if you're trying to build, start off with building a relationship, um, because the thing is like, let's say you work with someone, someone follows you and they have like two out of 10 back pain. Like how many times have we woken up with two out of 10 back pain from sleeping wrong? And they were like, well, like you don't, you don't do shit about it. Like we don't do anything about it. So like, <laughs> How many times, like even before we were therapists, right? Like we're like, oh, we'll just, I might do some stretches. I'll walk it off. We'll see what happens the next day or so. I've already slept wrong. Like they might not have that big pain point at that time. They might not have any pain at all. They just like your page and wanted to follow you. So the thing is like for, like, but if you're building that relationship, let's say they do injure themselves like a year or two years from now and you built that relationship with them, they know you're the go-to person now. Because just because you're like, hey, I'm doing a back pain workshop. People might have back pain, so they're gonna attend your workshop. Doesn't mean that like they don't want to work with you, but that's not a problem that they have right now. So like for me, I've built you know trying to work with other business owners, but there are people that are like, hey, I'm not focused on Instagram right now. I'm not focusing on like I just want to do like workshops right now. Or I want to do Facebook ads, or I want to work with Morgan, or I want to whatever it may be. Like 
it might not be a pain point for them right now uh, for whatever reason, or the fact they're not ready to start a business yet. You know? Yeah. Um, so I think just, just realizing that, like, because people can read read through the lines, and um, I've done it. Like, I'm very guilty of it. Where I like, you know, early on, where I'm trying to make a post, I'm making a post or whatever, like, a, uh, to get leads or whatnot, and I go back and point where I'm the when I'm in a point of urgency, and I'm like. And I know that I'm trying to make money, but like other times where I don't really try and I'm like, I don't do stuff. Like I can tell the difference. And I go back two weeks later when I'm in a more financially like comfortable position. And I'm like, why the hell did I post that? So <laughs> I can go back and read that. I'm like, oh, it sounded good at that time. But I was like, I can even tell my own old posts when, when you're coming from that, um, you know, standpoint, people can read through that. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think, you know, you bring up a good point. Like it is really hard when you're first getting started and you just want it so badly. But like if we can remember that we're trying to like create relationships and a community that will like serve everybody for a really long time, mm-hmm. um, you know, and like you're playing a little bit more of the long game, you know, by taking it slower, um, you know, it'll be more rewarding at the end of everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's just because even with your pain, like they might think they can, you know, do whatever. Like, let me just some trust. Let me YouTube some stuff. Let me go to the old videos. Let me um, take some medication or anything like that. But like, if you just continue building a relationship, like, it could just be following up with them. Like, hey, I know you weren't ready. I know you have back pain. You're ready. Uh, you're not ready to work with me now. Is it okay to follow you up in a few weeks or something like that? And then you yeah. follow up with them. They're like, yeah, my pain is worse. It's going down my leg now. Like, I can't even sit for longer than 20 minutes to my commute. Uh, stuff like that. And it's like, you know, then you can continue the conversation. And you know. Help them out that way, and like them fall you following up with them so that they care. Because if you just follow up one time and just like, oh, they're not ready now, they're gonna totally forget about you, and they're just gonna find whatever PT that their physician probably sends to them if they go there mm-hmm. first uh, by default. So. Yeah, absolutely, and like I think that you know, like you'll like you said, you know, you'll stand out if you like keep following up you know, like following up a couple times and just being like, hey, you know, I remembered that you had back pain. I was thinking about you. I remembered you had that competition. Like, how did that go or whatever? You know, Mm -hmm. how's your back doing? Um, There is like nobody else in traditional healthcare who does that. And that like speaks volumes about the kind of person that you are, that like you care enough to remember things about people. And right. like people will flock to you. I love when people remember things about me, <laughs> you know? And it just like, it that like happiness and like joy of working with people that you have a good relationship with is like irreplaceable. Yeah, for sure. And that's like, that's why like, I'm big on build those relationships and stuff like mm-hmm. for example i had somebody that i met probably two years ago now maybe a little bit over two years and they were talking about having a business for the last two years and i was like, all right let's you know let's get going and uh like i, I was even trying to like um trying to help her with anything at that point I'm like you know let's do this let's uh, go with it literally she just uh, started working with me a few weeks ago and one of my programs and I called her out. She was on a live call last night and I called her out on it. I was like, Hey, like I followed Joe for two years. I didn't really sell you anything. I was just checking up on you. I was just seeing, you know, commenting on your stuff and all stuff. Actually, I really thought you would never work with me. I, I told her that. And, but I was like, we followed up and you reached out to me and you're like, okay, finally, I'm ready to do this. I'm done bullshitting. And they reached out to me. But like, I was like, if I didn't follow you up with you after like, you know, the first time, like you, 
would have worked with anybody else. You know, you would not have worked with me. But I was just like, just being friends and then just, you know, yeah, with that. So yeah. it should work. Yeah, just be just be a person and being yourself. Yeah. <laughs> That's like the miracle for sales and marketing. It is. It is. Um, and I think we just had to complex it, like make it so like complex and having all the social media algorithm hacks and all that stuff. And like, it doesn't matter if like you're not genuine with it and you're not trying to build those yeah. relationships and whatnot. Like you may get a very, very, very small percent of people that are just such bad pain and you just happen to reach out to them. And that perfect. But you don't want to build your business on, you know, on that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like you're theoretically, like all of us are here for the long haul. You know, so you want to set it up right from the get go, which I think is one of the first things that you said was still the good foundation. Yeah. So awesome. Well, yeah. thank you so much for all your time, Andrew. This was yeah. super helpful and super insightful. I feel like we talked about a lot of like mental barriers that a lot of people are having. So hopefully this helps everybody that we work with. Yeah. Um, so last thing, I know you have a lot of stuff going on in your business, but like, where can we find you? How can we support you? What do you yeah. got? No, yeah. Appreciate that. So, um, if you guys want to follow me on social media, like I run on Instagram, the page physio memes, so physio underscore memes. Um, so that's my handle. If you guys want to reach out to me there at this point, I'm still running, like still the one messaging everyone back on there. Uh, if this streams to this Facebook group, like I'm in here as well, y'all can add me as a friend. Um, but yeah, so if you guys are interested in working with me, of uh, you know, for Instagram help or anything like that, just reach out to me right now. Um, I have a program that's on right now, but we're in towards the, the latter half of it. So if you want to work for the next, like work with me for the next cohort, uh, just reach out to me, and then we we, we can talk more about that. But uh, but yeah. Awesome. Well, cool. Well, thank you so much again for all your time, for all your knowledge yeah. and expertise. Um, yeah. And it was great having you here. Yeah. Yeah. Appreciate you, Morgan. Thank you for having me. You're doing amazing things. Uh, so, yeah. So appreciate you. Awesome. Yay. Well, uh, you guys have a good rest of your night. Let us know what questions you have below. Both me and Andrew are ecstatic to help you with your businesses. So, you know, please let us know what questions you have and we'll get you on the right track. Have a good night. All right, that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening. As always, I am honored to be a part of this community and it is my hope that by spreading the stories of clinicians just like you who wanted something more and went after it, it will inspire you to create the life and career that you dream of and that you work so hard for. If this sounds like you and you're ready to get your business off the ground, please find me on Facebook in the Cash-Based Healthcare Entrepreneurs Group or on my website at morganmeese.com. I would love to speak with you. And you can also find me on Instagram at drmorganmeese. So who do you want to hear from next? Or would you like to be featured on this series? Please email me at morgan at I'll talk to you guys soon.